Hey guys, welcome to the new episode of The Corner and the Casual. I'm the ever casual Jason Finch Freeman. What's up, guys? Mike Jackson in your corner as always. Hung over like fuck, but I'm here. <laughs> yeah, uh, got a little, little uh, chocolate wasted last night. Yeah, salty <laughs> chocolate. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> Basically, didn't I, I sleep made it for though. Sure. I'm here. We're here. We're late to the recording studio. We were going to record on Friday. That didn't happen. Uh, I got stuck in a ditch at work for like four hours. So once I got home, I didn't want to fucking go nowhere else. And then Saturday, Mike's boy actually took fourth at state. So that yeah. was pretty cool. Took up most of the day. Honestly, didn't even plan for it too because I... You know, maybe I'm a shitty dad, but I thought he was going to get eliminated a lot earlier. But good on him. He fought hard and ended up getting three wins and three pins on Saturday. To to be able to wrestle for third, he didn't quite get there. He ended up getting fourth, but still super proud of him. He did good. Yeah, it's always good whenever he can come back and uh, actually do something like that. Sucks that I actually missed his uh, – his pins that he got because I showed up for his last match but I was like fuck if he's doing good I'm gonna show up and give him 10 bucks if he places nice. it was a good night took him out uh, play some video games and stuff it, it was a good time yeah main event every time we go lately though because of COVID there's like a fucking three hour waiting list on bowling yeah and we're never Apparently smart enough bowl. to uh, call ahead and make reservations yeah, it's impossible to bowl these days, I guess. Everybody fucking gets out of the house, and that's what they want to do is go bowling, apparently. Because right. it's probably the only thing that you can do. Seems like a good idea. It seems like our go-to lately, anyway. I mean, it's fun whenever we can get on those lanes. It's always a good time. Right. The only thing that's better is beating y'all at Yahtzee. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But all right, man, we got a lot of uh, fight news to talk about. Um, we had a... Curtis uh, Blades versus um, Derek Lewis on last night. On Friday night, we had LFA 100, which actually had a few good fights on there. Um, but before we actually get into the, the fights themselves, I, there was a lot of people that wanted to talk about fighters missing weight because there was a few of them this weekend. Um, most notably, I forgot the dude's name, but he missed by like, almost 13 pounds i think it was 11 and a half pounds over yeah um what was it i want to find him now it was like rafael alves jr or some shit like that but yeah the guy literally missed he missed weight in his weight class and then he missed weight so bad he wouldn't even have made weight in a weight class above him yeah Yeah. he might have been able to fight at lightweight because it was just like a pound over but yeah you're right they called it though. They were like, "Yeah, dude, like you didn't even try to hit this weight." What he said was that uh, he got food poisoning. And oh really? He, and the doctors told him that he needed to drink water to remedy it, and blah blah blah, and this and that. But man, if you're gonna come in fucking twelve pounds early, don't even show up. Right. I mean, maybe he was still trying to get paid. Like, uh, what happened with Flick? Yeah, but I mean, goddamn, dude, they canceled the fight. I mean, you weigh in. Two weight classes heavy. Ain't nobody getting paid. No, not at all. And then, 
what was it? Jared Gordon missed weight at 150, and then who else? I think there was somebody else in this weight too. Um, yeah, Caitlin Vieira. So there was three people that missed weight on the UFC card alone, and then you look at LFA 100, the main event. Nate Smith missed weight for a title fight, which I mean he took it on six days' notice, but still, I mean he took the fight. So. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, he took it on six days' notice, but you're coming in for a championship fight. Your main focus, even taking it on six days' notice, be professional, make the weight, right? Right. I mean, you signed the contract. You know, it wasn't a surprise deal. Yeah. <clears throat> but Flick was mentioning to me, and I've actually listened to Ariel Helwani talk about it, uh, that, that what he thinks should be done for fighters that miss weight because right now they're fined what 30% of their purse yeah and there there's no other repercussions other than that and uh the way Ariel Hawani says that it should be fine more than 30% and then at best they can fight for a no contest like if they do win they don't get the win on their record it'll just be a no contest but if the guy that made weight wins he gets that win so, yeah. what do you think about that? Man, I think it's interesting. I mean, there's a lot of things you could do. You could just give them an L if they don't make weight. Because, like, you know, a wrestling tournament, if you sign up in the bracket and you don't make the weight, you know, that's a forfeit. You lost. Right. So, and that's all on your records that, right. that year, too. So. so, I don't know, man. Like, it's a weird deal. What do you do if you're walking to the cage and have a fucking back spasm and then don't get to fight? Man, yeah. And that, that happened to Jamal Emmers had back spasms while Chaz Skelly's in the cage waiting on him to fight. In that situation, I think he should have taken an L <coughs> because the other guy was already in the cage. Right, fuck, man. They made weight. They warmed up. They did everything. Like, was it really back spasms or was it, like, the, the worst case of cold feet ever? I don't know. I mean, speculation at that point, but... I see where you're coming from. It is a weird situation. Uh, Laura Sanko said that it was the only time in UFC history that there's ever been a fighter left high and dry inside the cage. That's already made the walk inside, ready to go, and his opponent never came out. Yeah, that's weird. Like I, I couldn't imagine the emotion. Dude, I'd be fucking pissed. Well, hopefully he got his win bonus. You know what I mean? I would hope. I would hope. I mean, fuck, he was there. Yeah. yeah, and he was ready to fight. He was in the cage, so... But, I mean, I feel bad for that guy, ultimately, because he was ready to go, and then they're like, oh, yeah, your uh, opponent's not coming out. Why don't you just skedaddle? <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, I'd be salty, but, I mean, like I said, they probably took care of him. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, you know, just he... a really weird situation, though. Definitely <clears throat> at first. Um... So do you want to get a go ahead and get on the card itself, Blades versus Lewis, or do you want to touch on LFA first? Man, really, there's only a couple fights in LFA that I care to talk about. It was Charles Johnson and Carly Palinganian. I can't even say his name. I just murdered that. I know, <laughs> but uh, dude, Charles Johnson, man, really showed out, dude. Yeah, I like watched that fight. It was one it. of the only fights that I actually watched all of them on LFA. It was a good fight. A real pro, man. He'll be in the UFC soon. Absolutely. I was uh, a little disappointed in the in the main event, to be honest. You know, being a former uh, 
opponent of Flicks, I always cheer for those guys. I want those guys to win. I want them to do good because, of course, it's going to make Flick look better. And Nate didn't really show up, it seemed like. Um, I mean, he was there, but he, he really wasn't. He got a few good takedowns and didn't really do anything with them. Yeah, but, I mean, also look at, you know, Alta Moreno had a full camp and he still couldn't finish the guy. So I mean. Agreed. Yeah, that Alta Moreno dude didn't seem very exciting to me. Yeah, he's good, man. I mean, he put, you know, he put the work in. He's his only loss is to Jared Brooks. So I mean, his fucking his record's damn good, and right. he's the LFA champion now. So, you know, he'll probably get looks at in the UFC. I think he should defend his belt against Charles Johnson though, and then. Yeah. And then let them go, you know. Actually have a flyweight champ defend their belt once. Right, yeah. I think the last, what, three of them I've never defended. Yeah. Flick included. Yeah, Brandon Moreno, Roy Val, and Flick haven't didn't even defend. They just went straight to the UFC. I mean, but the, all those guys were, like, geared for the for the UFC period. Right, that's what I'm so. saying. I think we need to see Alta Moreno, right. like, defend. I agree. I agree 100%. So then, on to Blades and Lewis, there's a few actually good fights. One that I want to highlight real quick was uh, Aspinall and, uh, oh, what's his face? I forgot. Andre Arlovsky. Yeah, so Arlovsky, because that guy hit a <coughs> submission, it was a rear naked choke, and if you would have put any money on that, that was a plus 1,500 to to just bet on, on Aspinall to finish it by a sub- submission, so... That would have been some money. Yeah, uh, I mean the odds of that fight going the distance. What what was the odds on that? Oh yeah, I'm sure it was it was not not good, but I'm sure everybody was expecting a knockout. I mean, I picked Aspinall to knock him, so absolutely, I don't think anybody expected it to go to the distance. For sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect the guy to choke him out though. But yeah. No, not at all. He hopped on him quick, though. It was actually really good. But, yeah, on the uh, first fight of the night, uh, Sergey Spivak, which I thought he was uh, not a prelim fighter anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's only had a couple fights in the UFC, but I know him well enough that I was surprised that he was the very first fight of the night. But, man, he left that dude leaking on the fucking floor. Yeah, they're trying to bring those uh, contender series guys in and let them fight some guys that have been around for a little bit, and uh, it did not work well for them this last little fight because Sergey won, and then um, Draco Rodriguez, another guy off the contender series, he got knocked ugly by um, what's the, what's that dude's name? Alaman Zahabi. Amen. Yeah, Amen Zahabi. There you go. There you it's go. Faraz Zahabi's brother. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That was another uh, catch weight fight. I don't know which which I think it was Rodriguez actually uh, was the one that missed on that one. But yeah, he got knocked nasty. Like, oh man, in the first round too. So that was a great great knockout. Went on up. We had a uh, uh, Juliana Rosa beat Nate Landwer via knockout. 56 seconds into round one. With a beautiful flying knee. Yeah. Awesome. These guys have thrown those flying knees since Corey Sanhagen popped off with Frankie Edgar. Like, I've seen a couple of them now at least try. And, uh, well, I think 
Well, what didn't Nate get hit with one on LFA the other night? Like, got hit with one nasty and just kept standing. Like, I was actually surprised he was able to hold his composure that well because it was, it was nasty straight up the middle. A lot of guys have been mixing that in very well. Like, it's not like it was like when you know you rarely see one, you know, five, six years ago, every now and then somebody throw it. Like now you see it, dudes are attempting it or working it into combos all the fucking time now. Yeah. So. That and those calf kicks too. I said it whenever whenever DP did it. I was like, man, everybody's gonna be throwing them, and it seems like ever since. Nah, that's been going on for a minute. I feel like the calf kicks have been taking over over the past year or two, just as far as MMA goes, anyway. Yeah, you're right. I agree because I've definitely noticed them before, but it seems like. Since, since Dustin did it, guys that you wouldn't expect to do it are doing it now, no, if that makes sense. You're, you're just taking notice because you noticed Dustin do it. Maybe. That's all. Maybe. That's I mean, the casual you're, 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 seeing the, you're seeing fucking, you know, the big superstar do it, and you're like, hey, everybody else is doing this shit, too. Right. Uh, next fight up, we can tell some. Oh, uh, old Castaneda uh, putting it on Eddie Wineland, man. That was... Probably like a six or seven punch combo. I mean, executed perfectly. Yeah, the sexy, mixy. Yeah, uh, I, I picked that one in just like it did, too. You said his nickname, Sexy Mexi. I didn't even notice that <coughs> until you said it. I was like, wait, what? Mm. Getting a little gay in yeah, here. Yeah, I wasn't hitting on the guy. <laughs> Another catch weight fight. No, Flash Gordon beat Danny Chavez, three round decision. We already talked about Aspinall. Oh, Haas had a three-round decision. Um, Chris Dawkins and Oleski Olenek. Uh, he had a knockout. I didn't actually watch this one, but I think I watched the knockout this morning. It was pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, uh, he had him backed up on the fence and just kind of unloaded on him. Right. And good on him, though. He didn't, you know give guy a chance to get his game going and fucking got him out of there. Next, can we talk about uh, Charles Rosa's uh, bot black belt? Man, no? poor guy, dude. He just keeps getting out grappled. They need to stop talking about his black belt. I'm telling you. I like, uh, between... I mean, I guess with how good Bryce Mitchell is, it's kind of expected, but this Derek Meaner guy, I, was, I didn't really expect him. I picked Rosa by decision, or uh, submission, so... The fact that he got out grappled so so easily, I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. a three round decision though, so nothing too exciting there. Don't be surprised part. if he don't get cut soon. That's kind of what I was thinking. Well, speaking of getting cut though, the guy that missed the missed weight by eleven pounds, you think he should get cut for something like that? Because that's pretty drastic. You don't yeah, think? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the whole what happened behind the scenes with that, but right. I would be surprised if I don't know. He'd probably get another shot, but yeah. if he fucks that up, he's done for sure. For sure, I'll agree. Komain Yana Kunitskaya, Kurskaya. Okay, um, she wins over Ketlin Vieira, three round decision. Then on to the main. Um, Derek Lewis wins KO Curtis Blades at the middle of round two. And I want to start this by saying Blades looked fucking sharp in the first round. I was putting it on Lewis the whole time. 
Yeah, the combos were working, dude. He was piecing him up. I I had Blades winning by a mile, but absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, as as we saw last night, it only takes one from Derek Lewis, which we all knew that anyway. The guy is fucking just absolutely terrifying. And he was throwing some crazy kicks I didn't expect to see out of Lewis because he was throwing a high kick and shit. I was like, whoa, I didn't think he could kick his leg up that high. But he surprises me, man. Every time he fights, I'm just like, whoa, this guy can actually, he can actually fight. Like, he's not stupid at all. No, dude, I'm telling you, Derek Lewis plays a character, dude. And like, I think... I think people don't realize that a lot. Maybe they, you know, like you said, you know, he's a smart fighter. Yeah. You know? I mean, he knows he, what he's doing. He's fucking extremely athletic, too. Like, the kicks and shit, he's, he's come out in a few fights like that just to, I don't know, keep guys' hands up or, you know, whatever, give them something different to look at. But I've seen him throw, like, high kicks and flying knees even. And, yeah. You know, just acrobatic shit that you wouldn't expect from such a large man. Definitely one of my favorite heavyweights, for sure. It kind of sucks for Blades, you know. He's definitely in the, still in the, one of the top contenders. But, yeah, like you said, it only takes one from, from the old Lewis. And it, you just get caught slipping for one second. You get laid out stiff. Dude, the nastiest uppercut ever, too. I'm he just He just fucking folded over like a tree, too. Just, you know. Right. And I keep seeing a lot of people are hating on her being for the late stoppage on that. But. I mean, if you look at that, run the run the tape back. He was on the complete other side of the octagon, and from his position, it looked like Curtis was kind of maybe going in to take a, a shot at a takedown and maybe wrap up a little bit until he fell over stiff. And by the time he fell over stiff, Lewis was already coming in for that overhand coming down from the top. So I don't know what everybody's bitching about. Like he only ate. I get it. They're two really hard shots after. Probably unnecessary, but I mean, goddamn, what do you want the guy to do? He was, dude. He was he was booking it to yeah. the other side of that cage. So I mean, I I love Herb, so I'm gonna give him his props where his props are due. I don't think he was at fault for anything. I just think everything happens way fast in a fight, and sometimes your uh, reflexes don't react as fast, especially whenever you're uh, trying to give those guys their space because they were throwing some leather. It happens fast, man. Give him a break. I did think it was funny, though, how Derek was like, right after the fight, he's like, man, that's Herb Dean's fault. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, definitely one of the more funny comments that he made. He also made a stupid comment about having Cheeto dust in his eye. Hmm. I didn't think that was very funny, but he might get sponsored by Cheetos now, so hey. smart smart move. Making money moves. I'm, I'm sure Herb Dean, after the fight, was like, what the fuck, bro? Right. <laughs> he's like, come on, man. Yeah, that was, shit was funny. But, uh, I think that about wraps it up for the, uh, the fight talk, for all the UFC stuff that we had for this week. I um, want to get into the winner of the International Man of Mystery Contest. Now, I want to start this by saying, A, I'm surprised how many people voted, but I'm also disappointed more people didn't vote. I had a lot of fun with this, but... Uh, our uh, our big winner is going to be Elon Musk with 15 of the votes. Second place was Joe Rogan. I believe he had eight. And third place was uh, Nick Cage with five votes, which one of those were mine. 
There was a couple, like, one votes for a couple of the other guys, too. Flick said that he voted for Khabib just so that Aaron Rodgers would be last. Nah, whatever. <laughs> oh, well. Petty as fuck, so... We need to figure out something fun to do with this. We'll get a picture of Elon hung up over here on the wall or something. All I'm, hell Elon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, want, I also want to, like, we can uh, start the show from now on with, like, a new fact about Elon that maybe people didn't know or something that we might find funny or weird or something fun, something, something that we can do, like, every episode or something and just, yeah. like, pay a tribute to him just a little nugget of Elon every every episode yeah have you listened to his new new newest episode on JRE I haven't uh, I was I'm, I'm like halfway through it at this point I was listening to it earlier he like basically gives you the ingredients for a nuke though I thought that was funny <laughs> I mean it wouldn't matter if I had the fucking ingredients for a nuke right now I wouldn't be able to make it happen you no, know what I mean it's like absolutely I mean, not Get some fucking uranium or something down the road or what? I can't remember what the ingredients were. I just remember laughing at it. Like, only Elon could do that and get away with it, you know? Dude's kind of like a, a nerdy cowboy, you know what I mean? Like, he does what he wants, yeah. dude, but he's like a dork, you know? Absolutely. Love that guy. So, I'm not even mad that he, he won it. Um, I spent, like, all, like, Thursday or Friday arguing with you about Prince Harry and the whole time I was calling him Prince Henry yeah they want to tell me that everybody knows about fucking Prince Henry I'm like I don't know who Prince Henry is bro and it's <laughs> Prince Harry the whole time yeah I felt really fucking dumb but I didn't know anything about that fucker either I know his old lady's smoke show oh, yeah. dude yeah she definitely is so I just thought that shit was funny. The whole time I had his name wrong, and I was, like, embarrassed. And I was like, fuck. Like, I just looked like a dipshit. <laughs> but that happens. That's, like, most of my life I felt like that. So, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Um, so, we got the winner of the International Man of Mystery Contest. Um, I also wanted to talk about how I just stepped on a pile of dog shit on your back porch <laughs> so we can like roast the fuck out of your dogs <laughs> man it's the wiener dog bro it's there's snow on the ground bro i'm lucky he didn't shit in the house like that was a log and you're telling me it came from that little bit, bitty weenie dog i think so yeah i don't, I don't think the big one would shit on the porch like she don't care about the snow yeah I mean that fucking wiener dog bro like he, he sees it snowing dude he sees it snowing man I'm lucky to get him outside at all I mean I understand that my aunt who uh has has my dog my dog used to well she still does it she won't go out on the grass if, even if it's wet so I get it well, I mean, his nuts drag the snow. When they, like, when the snow is up that high, bro, his balls are in the snow. Oh, that poor fucker. All right, I'll give him a pass. I just thought it was pretty rude that they're doing that shit. Right, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. I'm just glad he didn't poo in the house. <laughs> silver lining, silver yeah. lining. So, man, I was listening to uh, The King and the Sting, and they inspired me to... Uh, come up with like a, a, a test for a license to carry your penis what do you what do you think you want to you want to kick that mean, around what do you mean by to carry your penis like in my hand 
Like, basically, look at it like carrying a gun, almost. I mean, not quite as serious, but it could be. Because a penis... Are, are we talking open carry or concealed? <laughs> I mean, usually you want to keep it concealed, I would think. Right, you got to leave some mystery to it, because they think going to just see it. And, yeah. <laughs> I usually keep mine in my pants. Unless you keep I'm... your bargaining chip, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it a mystery. Yeah. You don't want to disappoint them too fast. Well, fuck, man. You got to at least let them fucking touch it before you disappoint them. <laughs> Jesus. I just thought that shit was funny. It, they just, they kind of said something about it on the fly, and I was like, dude, that shit's actually funny. <laughs> so maybe we can uh, create a test or something about that soon and uh, give that out to the fans. See uh, how many people would actually pass the test. And what would be the requirements? I mean, you gotta know the right, right instances where it's acceptable to pull it out of your pants. Hmm. First and foremost, I mean, you got a lot of weirdos that are just like pull their pecker out and show it to you, like the old Oh, so you mean like, like for like the guys who like send the unsolicited dick pics? It's like, dude, you like you. Do you have a permit to send that? Yeah, that's that's a good point, actually, because I think it's in California. You can actually go to jail for that now. Well, I mean, I get it. <laughs> I mean, nobody <laughs> wants to see a dick. Right. They're pretty unphotogenic. So. Yeah, no chick wants to see a picture of your dick, bro. So you're telling me right now you've never sent a dick pic? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I have. I mean, I've seen plenty. But, but to be fair, how many, like, oh, I'm glad you brought this up. So if you are sending a dick pic, how many fucking bad pictures of your dick do you have to erase before you send the one that you're like, okay, I think that's alright? No, they get the first one that I take, and that's what no, it would do. Yes. Yes, they get the first one I take. Dude, you're selling yourself short, bro. No pun intended. I'm just saying, man. Like you gotta fucking fluff it and get the right lighting right and the angle and the fucking. Well, of course you gotta fluff it, but once it's fluffed, snap the pictures and oh, done dude. deal. You gotta take it, take the picture like a fat chick does, dude, from the top angle, <laughs> yeah. looking down on you. You know what I mean? You, I mean, I don't really understand how all the angles work. Because I don't, you're, I don't you're, take a you're ton creating of dimensions, bro. True, very but true. You know how like most big girls do. Like if you see their profile picture and it's like a picture taken, like they're holding their camera above their head, yep. and all you see is a Titties. cute smile and tits. Yep, they're fat. They're big girls, yeah. Which hey, I love me some big girls. So I, I ain't hating. I'm just saying they've they've mastered angles and shit, and that's like part of you know. I mean, that's like the whole contour makeup. Well, like literally change your face structure and it's weird and I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, Seriously. Yeah. That's why they got the little tie boys and stuff that can trick you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um so on to the next one. I like I wanna talk about to getting on to other people's kids. Cause hmm. I just that's literally probably one of my top five things about being a dad I just I think it's hilarious looking at kids' faces whenever you get onto them they're like you're not my dad but they don't want to back talk or anything and they're just like shocked 
Well, yeah, because you remember being a kid and like you'd hear just some random adult be like, "Hey, don't fucking do that!" You'd always be terrified, like absolutely. Or if you got, or if like your friends' parents got onto you, it was like, it it was the most terrifying thing in the world, like to have somebody else's mom get onto you. Yeah, absolutely. So every chance I get, I'm always getting on somebody else's kid. So, that's just a, one of my new favorite hobbies, basically. Do you want to hear the story about me having a fake titty in my mouth without even knowing it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's fake titties. <laughs> there's really not much of a Love story. Um, I mean, I uh, had some coitus with a girl. <laughs> coitus. <laughs> I wanted to make it like sound as gross as night, possible. Night, grandpa had coitus. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it is what it is. And fucking spell coitus. C O U. <laughs> oh no, C O I T O U S. Okay. Coitus. Coitus. But anyway, uh, hooked up with a girl. I mean, did her thing, and I didn't know nothing about this. And last week we were hanging out. Sometime we were hanging out, and I don't even know how it got brought up, but she basically told me that she had a fake tit, and she said it singularly, like, only one, and I was like, what? Like, I was so confused, I didn't understand, and so she proceeds to explain to me that, like, I guess during middle school, and let me go on the record real quick, I have her permission to share the story I asked her, I was like, can I talk about this on the podcast? I was just wondering how no, she was going to feel No, 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 it. I have her full blessing to talk about it, I'm not going to mention her name, she knows who she is, she's actually a fan of the show, so I'm sure she's going to get a kick out of hearing about this on the show, so, right. I've got her blessing, but. So all the, the single fake titted women's out there, like, <laughs> this is the only one we're talking about. Yeah, there's only one, but I guess, like. In middle school, high school, or whatever, she uh, she developed weird, and she only had like one breast, and then the other one was just like flat, I guess, and you know, really self confident or self conscious about it. And at 17 years old, she went and had a breast implant on her lacking side. So 17 years old, she got you know <clears throat> breast surgery or whatever, which is cool, whatever. I mean, looking at them. Before she mentioned it, I I never knew I could. So they match up well. They match up pretty well, but I mean, my whole life, any pair of tits I've ever seen, there's always one that's a little bit bigger or maybe like slides off to the side. You know, there's always one. They're they're never perfect. They're never like like snowflakes, man. Yeah, they're never like like symmetrical on both sides. So I I don't think I've ever seen a pair of tits that were completely symmetrical. So, I mean, I never thought nothing of it, but she fucking brought this to my, to, uh, it was news to me, you know, I was like, what, are you kidding me? She's like, no, for real. Like, Did you, like, super... do the jiggle test after that? Did you, like, jiggle the left one real good and then jiggle the right one and do, like, a comparison and, like... I mean, I really should have. I guess I should have. I didn't do that. I didn't think that far into it. I was just so blown away that... My scientific mind would be going off, man. <laughs> Like, does this titty react the same as this titty? Like, see, that's why I need you in my corner sometimes, because I don't, I don't get those angles sometimes. Right. I'm like, damn it! It's all about the angles, bro. I'm just saying, like, does like one nipple get hard like faster than the other one, or is like the sensation different in the other one, like something Maybe. like that? Like, 
Maybe like if she when she runs, does one titty just go crazy, or is one titty just like nice and tight, and the other titty's just like ready to just pop out and just fucking go run on its own? Well, I did uh recently purchase a a jump rope, so instead of running, we could just uh, test that theory on a jump rope. Yeah. <laughs> so so whenever you're listening to this girl, uh, hit me up, and we gotta perform some scientific studies. Jump rope for tits, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Well, speaking of that jump rope, uh, Mike asked Makai last night whether he wanted to play ba- uh, baseball or if he wanted to get into Muay Thai. And, of course, uh, Makai wants to go where his friends are, and they're all playing baseball, which is understandable. But I was just uh, giving him a hard time, and I was telling him that uh, we could start uh, Muay Thai t- together in the be- beginner's class. And, and he's like, what? Why? And I was like, well, I just bought a jump rope. And Mike jumps up and he's like, see, he's already halfway there. Hell yeah, that baby. Shit. <laughs> that shit was funny. But, yeah, I bought a jump rope. I, I, I want to get some kind of cardio workout in. And I can't run around my roads out by my house because somebody will fucking run me over. Um, I don't have a gym membership of any sort. So I was like, what can I do to... uh?" to get some cardio in and I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw like a before and after of this girl that got a fucking jump rope and like her first time jumping rope she really sucked at it and then fast forward to now and she's like super badass and doing all kinds yeah. of twists and twirls and you know cool shit and I was like fuck man I could do that you know I can go up right outside you know on the back porch even and fucking jump rope it'd be easy yeah fucking jump rope sucks though bro like I mean I get it great cardio workout but motherfucker dude. Yeah. jump rope for 10 minutes and then tell me how you feel yeah, well uh, it'll be here on Friday so I'll let you know I'll, I'll record it for it <laughs> I'll record it and we can uh, well, we can do a little montage like my beginning days of, of jumping rope to hopefully whenever I become an advanced jump roper <laughs> yeah are you gonna do it with a cigarette in your mouth hey, dude yeah for the views I'll get it with a cigarette in my mouth I don't give a fuck <laughs> Just saying, it's gonna be a little difficult to jump rope while you're smoking cigarettes. Definitely, which uh, I, it's on my list, man. Like I quit for 37 days at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, kind of lost my job, and you know, shit happened, so I got right back on the horse. But 37 days, I was clean. I know I can do it. I just gotta fucking get the willpower and the motivation enough to actually do it again. And I was almost cold turkey. All I used was fucking. They have. Quick Trip sells fucking nicotine uh, uh, toothpicks. And they're, like, flavored. You can get, like, cinnamon or mint or whatever. I always got the cinnamon ones. Those things fucking helped a lot. Because not only are you getting a little nicotine buzz, but you're getting the hand-to-mouth thing going, Yeah, see, that's the... That was the biggest thing I had a problem with when I quit smoking was is just like what to do with my hands right. and like having something like in your mouth like to chew on or whatever. Yep. Like, so toothpicks, I, I read online that toothpick, just cinnamon flavored toothpicks worked really well, but then I, I found these nicotine ones, so I was like, shit, I can get a little bit of nicotine and you know have the toothpick method, and it fucking worked, man. Man, in my experience, cold turkey is the way to go. Just find something to do with your fucking hands and your mouth. Chew fucking gum. Like, I don't know. Occupy your mind and your hands. Hopefully, that's another thing I'm going to use this jump rope for. Be like, every time I want a fucking cigarette, I can go out and jump rope for two minutes or whatever. Yeah. Give it a shot. You know. I need to do something to work on this cardio because I don't feel like I could uh, 
run yeah. very far if something big was chasing me, you know? <laughs> I also hear that the best time to smoke a cigarette is right after two minutes of jump rope, though, so good luck. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard or yeah. uh, you know from experience? Yeah, so I hear. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Uh, so, um, the other day, now this story I don't really have permission to tell, but I'm going to tell it anyway, because I think it's fucking hilarious. My favorites. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the other day, I'm, uh, I'm talking to this girl I ain't talked to in a while, but we used to, we used to be friendly back in high school, whatever, and, um, she's now on the OnlyFans. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, right? Pandemic so, affects everybody differently, bro. Right. Well, she's asking me if I've, if I've been on her OnlyFans. I'm like, no, like, I don't, I don't have any money to subscribe to an OnlyFans. Are you kidding me? I'm poor. She goes, oh, well, here's a free link. It sends me the link. I'm like, all right, cool. She's not a very good business person. No, she's not. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. That's neither here nor there. She gives those, me those freely. Are called, um, those are called whores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. It's a hard not. time selling it. Just fucking <laughs> check it out for free. All right. First hit's free, baby. Right. But uh, she sends me a link, and I'm scrolling through her OnlyFans, and I click on this video, and I'm watching it. She's blowing some dude or whatever, and I'm... For some reason, my eyes drawn to there's uh something in, uh, there's a certain sign in the background that I notice, and I'm like, "Fuck, I know this room," and I'm like, then I'm really studying the the background and like I'm noticing the dresser and the the like the size of the room and everything, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this is one of my best friends. She's blowing one of my best friends in this video right now." So I immediately text him. I'm gonna. Try and not say any of their names or anything because I don't have anybody's permission to say this, but I, I immediately text him, like, bro, I totally just saw your dick on so and so's OnlyFans. He's like, oh, ha 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 ha. Fucked up. He's like, you figured it out, did you? I'm telling you, bro. I was is like, is that like a little Easter egg of the OnlyFans <laughs> or what? I mean, honestly, it is, bro, because I was like, what the fuck, bro? I've known this dude for fucking a decade now. Never, never once seen his dick. Never needed to, you know. Like we're just we're we're boys. But I'm like, I only knew it was his dick because I I saw the stuff in the background. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the story how I accidentally found my my one of my best friends' dick on an OnlyFans account. It's kind of weird, but hopefully somebody can get a laugh out of that. Did you give him like a thumbs up at least? <laughs> no, nah, I guess I should have. But <laughs> I was just like I was. I was so, like, I guess excited to just, like, bust his balls about it. So I immediately got out of it and, like, started texting, like, hey, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, it, it was, like, one of those things where if I would have been, like, face-to-face -face with him, I know, like, he would have been blushing. His face would have fucking been beat red. He would like, god damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, I told that bitch to put that fucking sign up. <laughs> Bro, so that shit was hilarious. Hopefully everybody else thinks it's hilarious. If not, I'm just going to feel like a fucking weirdo for looking at my buddy's dick on an OnlyFans page. Gay. <laughs> First you know me. Fuck. I mean, he's supposed to be there to help her make money, and she's just giving it away. Like. Well, I mean, that, that definitely wasn't the only dick on that OnlyFans account. So. Uh-oh. Just going to say. You think they all got free links, too? Oh, yeah, they had to. I mean, they're, they're, they're part of the... Uh, the content now they have to get yeah, they're I'm entitled like, to it fuck a free link dude i'm talking percentages at that uh, point. yeah i mean 
True. I mean, I don't think about the shit like that sometimes. I guess I should. I don't have a, I don't have that like business mind like you do. Hey, your dick is your likeness, right? Yeah. You should be able to uh, get some tax on that if she's making any money on it. But if she's over here handing me a free link, she probably ain't making much money. She needs a manager. <laughs> Hit up Mike. Mike will manage you. Or pimp, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Shit, that was funny. But, uh, huh. man, I, th- I think we're, we pretty much exhausted all the topics that we had this week. We basically had two shit weeks of weather with the fucking ice one week, snow in the next week. Not really a whole lot going on in the world, except for everybody bitching and complaining about the cold. But... It, it's warm out t- today, man. Yeah, it's been pretty uneventful past couple weeks. That's why we're kind of drawing a little bit of a blank lately. But you know, we're still putting out good content, I think. Shit. I think this is going to be a solid episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter, but you know that's that's not too bad. It'll be all right. Short and sweet, baby. Sometimes that's the ticket. That's exactly it. Uh, anything you want to sign off with or say before we go? Um... Is it okay for a grown man to take a bath? Yes or no, real quick. A I bath, say, not a shower, a bath. I say yes on on two conditions. One, it's not like a regular thing. You're not taking a bath every fucking night. And yeah. two, you're only taking a bath whenever you're fucking beat, dude. And you're like your muscles are hurting. You get in that bath, run as hard as you can, get some Epsom salt in there, soak in that bitch. You ain't washing, just fucking laying it, man. Shit feels good. Right, yes. I totally agree, dude. Baths are great for soaking and relaxing. Washing, probably not the yeah, best. But. I ain't washing in it. I'll probably shower first, wash, and then fill up the tub. Word. I mean, Word. If, if, if I'm trying to do a two-for-one deal or something, but... Yeah, that's funny you asked that, because I was thinking the same thing whenever they were talking about it earlier, yeah. so. All right, man, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and sign out. Like a fat girl. See you next week. I'm out.